Having welcomed Ben Gummer last month, uh, we're delighted that Chris Mole MP is with us today. Chris became MP for Ipswich in November 2001 and was then re-elected in May 2005. In June 2009, Chris was appointed as a parliamentary undersecretary in the Department of Transport. Please would you welcome Chris as he comes to share with us now. Chris, we're delighted to have you with us. Thank you for uh, sparing the time. Uh, your weekend uh, must be uh, worse than mine in terms of it not really existing, merging kind of into the week, working on Sundays and working across the, the weekend. We're grateful for your time to be with us in this way. It's hard, I would imagine, to be a politician, especially now, because of the pressure that you are under with things like the expenses scandal and so on. You need some values to keep you there, I'm sure. What are the kind of values that, that keep you in politics, despite the fact that you have to admit when you're getting a haircut that you actually are an MP? Well, thank you, Simon, and thank you for inviting me here today, uh, everyone. Uh, when people look at uh, being a, a, a politician... Um, if you look at opinion polls, we're not often uh, people who are terribly highly regarded and therefore uh, I don't think it's something that people have a, uh, a sense of going into because uh, it's a job where everyone's going to love you. But uh, we do it, I think, uh, actually across the piece uh, because people normally have some kind of uh, commitment to values that underwrite the way that they want to see society and the world being. For me, I've always driven, been driven by notions of fairness, uh, of equality of opportunity, of community, and of social justice. And it seems to me, looking across history and at modern times, there are plenty of instances of where uh, life can be unfair to uh, people, whether that's because of uh, where they were born, the colour of their skin, the, uh, the nature of the way they live, and all of those, I believe, are things that we have to uh, address and say, why, why can life be unfair? And those sorts of things underpin me when I think about the things that we do in Parliament and in government, as Simon said, I became a, a junior minister uh, last year. And it seems to me that if you look at the, uh, the world in which we live, the challenges we face, when we say we have to uh, tackle the financial situation that the country finds it in, we, we have to tackle that, recognising that to deal with that, we have to share the burden fairly in dealing with that. When we look at climate change and the challenges the planet faces from the impact that, that man has on its face, we need to ensure that uh, everyone can contribute uh, to that fairly. And if that means we need to ensure that developing nations are able to play their part, but we don't place an un unfair burden on them, then that's something uh, we should do. When I look at uh, the pictures in uh, Simon's office of the ministry he's done in Mozambique, it reminds me where we have a shared agenda around those nations where we need to, uh, need to continue to offer them the opportunity to share in the chances that we've all had by the good fortune of being born and raised in, in this country of ours and we, why we need to have a commitment in law to things like 
a fixed percentage of our uh, national economy product, product, our GDP, going to uh, development aid. We set up the Department for International Development because we absolutely believe we have to share in the world with those who are not in a position to achieve for themselves what we can achieve for ourselves. So those sorts of things, I think, whether it's at home or internationally, are the sorts of things that underpin the general approach that I have to my politics. Thank you very much. We obviously come at it from a church point of view. The church is overwhelmingly the largest voluntary organisation in the UK. There's a strong network of churches in Ipswich. What do you see the strength of that, and how might we engage locally as a wider church community? I'm um, an engineer by trade and nothing uh, for me is usually more important than the practicality of making a difference. If, if you can have all the fine words that you like but actually making a difference uh, I think is where any voluntary group really scores in its uh, achievement. And one of the things I've seen in uh, this town, which has really impressed me over the last few years, is the town pastor scheme. And I don't know whether anyone here is involved yeah, uh, in that, but uh, having been out with the, uh, the police on a Friday night in Ipswich to see what we call our evening economy, young people mostly enjoying the, trying to enjoy themselves in one way or another, uh, of a weekend uh, but unfortunately for some getting themselves into difficulty I think that practical hands-on approach is really a great one in terms of saying you know we feel a responsibility for people who um, um, you know get themselves into difficult scrapes as a result of going out on a Friday or Saturday night or whatever so that that sort of commitment I think is something I've seen that's great that's grown out of the churches here in Ipswich. Another one would be um, I went to a, a cell group of young people who were learning about what it was like to be homeless. They were out on a uh, 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 of an evening uh, sleeping under some cardboard shelters they made and I thought that was a real practical piece of um, community understanding that there are uh, there are people who do live like that and actually we have a responsibility towards uh, those people and ensuring that they get the help and development or care or whatever that, that enables them to move on. But it's not something that teenagers necessarily see on a day-to-day basis. So the fact that the church cell group was introducing them to that and then inviting me along so that they could say to me, here's an issue we care about and you're our politician, we want you to listen and understand to that, uh, I thought was, uh, was very constructive. And then finally... Really just returning to that point I made uh, at the beginning, uh, I get probably more correspondence from uh, church groups on international development and climate change than any other groups. And I think that's because of the values that you have about our world, the one world that we have and the need to look after it and ensure that it's uh, somewhere where everyone can develop themselves to their fullest potential as individuals and, uh, and share in the, the, the greatness of our world. 
Thank you. So there are things that we try and do to engage together as a church, but also as Christians we try and engage as individuals. What assurance might a a Labour government give uh, around the whole issue of freedom of of speech? Is a Christian free to express him or herself in the workplace without fear of being disciplined or dismissed? And so we have some of the the high-profile cases about the wearing of a cross or the nurse praying for a patient and so on. Uh, What's your response to to that issue? I I think we've been very clear that one of the great strengths of Britain as a country to live in is its tolerance and its preparedness to uh, respect and, uh, and value the diversity of all the communities that we, uh, that we have within our great nation. And uh, within that, uh, I share Jack Straw's view that it's a nonsense if people are told they can't wear uh, something that identifies their faith uh, in their workplace. I mean, there will always be boundaries around health and safety where you don't want something metal dangling in electrical or mechanical equipment, and for sure those things have to be carefully uh, uh, addressed. And obviously, um, I think it's right for us in a way of respect for each other to ensure that, uh, uh, that, that when we uh, display our beliefs that we do it uh, appropriately and uh, discreetly but the, the notion that anyone should be persecuted for uh, just a simple representation of where their, where their faith is to me seems fundamentally wrong. Thank you. We've been uh, on a journey as a church thinking about prayer and we've thought a lot about God being our father and that keeps in, in mind earthly fatherhood and family and marriage and so on. Uh, what, uh, we're concerned about the way that society is breaking down and the way that marriage and family values uh, are feeding that, as we might perceive it. Uh, wh- wh- where do you stand in that whole uh, journey uh, and what could we expect in terms of the strengthening of marriage and therefore the strengthening of family and the raising of children? I think anyone who tries to pretend that uh, uh, anything other than a strong family is the best way to, uh, to raise children is making a big uh, mistake and therefore we have to value uh, family life and recognise that in some communities um, it's extremely challenged these days and therefore we need to support those, uh, those families and ensure that they can... Uh, develop the the skills of parenting which uh, though all of us who are or have been parents know is never easy Um, and ensure that they can really uh, bring up their children because we all want the best uh, for the next generation and it seems to me that the best way uh, of doing that is in a is in a loving environment and what can we do uh, in our capacity as this volunteer organisation and what might you do to work in partnership with us to strengthen that? Um, oh, that's, an, that, that, that's quite a, a, a challenging uh, question because at the end of the day I think all of us have to work those things through uh, for ourselves. We know on a daily basis uh, what the challenges of, uh, of family life are and we need to work hard at those and ensure that, uh, uh, that they're sta- sustained. Um, I'm not one of the people uh, you'll, you'll gather from, the, from, from where this has been bouncing around in some of the, the party politics recently who thinks that um, a, a tax break here or there is actually going to make uh, a, a difference as to whether 
uh, a family breakdown situation is going to, going to happen or not. I think most people think uh, that when things have gone past the point of, uh, of no return, that's not the sort of factor that's, that's going to be making a difference. So um, I would say it's probably for us all to be good neighbours and good friends to those people that we might know who are challenged by um, a fracture in their family relationships and support them at those difficult times in whatever the decisions that they make about where that relationship goes in the future. Chris, thank you. We were, even as a Welshman, I was celebrating uh, Ipswich with you uh, before we uh, came out to the service. You've been an MP here now for a few years. What, what would you say are some of your successes, if I can put that in quotes, and maybe you'd share a failure with us as well? Yes, we're all very good at coming prepared with the successes, perhaps not the, uh, not the failures. Um, I've given now, since 1985, whatever that is, 25 years of my life to public service uh, in this town, first as a, uh, as a councillor, uh, and then as part of that 16 years, uh, as eight, uh, eight years as a leader of the council uh, on Suffolk County Council, and um, I felt that through that time I really achieved quite a lot for Ipswich in terms of uh, addressing some of the public service challenges around reforming our uh, care and education services to ensure that they're fit for the 21st century, but in delivering some of the things on the ground like the regeneration of uh, our waterfront, looking at our economy, ensuring that the uh, sorts of uh, job opportunities we have in Ipswich are for higher skill, uh, higher wage um, opportunities for people because I think that's where we, we have to position ourselves in a global economy to ensure that we we can get the best uh, for people in our town. But uh, also on the ground, uh, I worked very hard to ensure that we had uh, park and ride as part of our contribution towards traffic congestion and, uh, 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 and people using the motor car, perhaps a little more than we all need to in our town. Um, and then some of that, crossing across from being in local government to being in parliament, uh, banging on the door of the, uh, of the government and the Higher Education Funding Council and people like that to get our university campus partnership between UEA and Essex University so we can get uh, and attract uh, young people to study here and get the skills and hopefully stay here and contribute to that wider economic progress that I was uh, talking about and from that also things like the new, uh, new Suffolk College building flowed as part of the sort of integrated project so um, lots of things I could uh, count as uh, uh, successes there uh, uh, um, a, a minor success in, uh, in parliament and getting a, a private members bill onto the statute book not something that people do preserving our digital heritage in the way that the copyright laws always protected our printed uh, heritage going uh, into the future. Um, failure. Hmm. Yeah, probably not really prepared myself for that one. Let's think about the future. Prepared to accept there have been a few, but not going to identify exactly okay, yeah, what no, Let's think about the future. Very, very quickly going forward, what's the priority in, in the next few years in Ipswich? In Ipswich, I think the uh, priority is to continue with the development of the town and, and um, again, talking to Simon, uh, who's 
been here not quite as long as I've uh, been here and, and others who have been here uh, as long as I have. This absolute transformation, I think, for the better uh, of our town in terms of how, how lively a place it is, how, uh, how much success there has been in the regeneration uh, of our town. But matched with that, I think, also a recognition that it's not just about the physical and the, the buildings and the jobs. It's also about the nature of the communities we live in and how supportive we are to each other and the role that the voluntary sector plays in creating opportunities for people to uh, give their time, give their help and uh, work with people across because um, if there's one thing I don't want to see, it's the fragmentation of our uh, society in the way perhaps in some parts of the US, for example, you get closed communities, gated communities where people do well enough to separate themselves from the challenges in society and in life. And it seems to me we are a richer uh, people if we are prepared to face up to those challenges, engage with them and deal with them rather than to run away with them. And that would be my vision of how we need to go forward in Ipswich. Thank you. And finally, just a one-word answer. Ipswich, uh, England were clearly lucky enough to win against Wales yesterday. Will they be so lucky as to go all the way and take the Grand Slam? Um, politicians and sport generally don't mix, so you're not going to get a one-word <laughs> answer. Uh, I, 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 I hope they do. <laughs> we'd, we'd love to pray for Chris uh, just for a minute as a, uh, uh, as a church. We'd love to pray for you, Chris. We, we thank you for being here. And Lord God, we're praying for him as our representative in Parliament. We're asking your blessing upon him, praying for him and his wife Shona and their children, praying for them in the demands of uh, being in London, being back in Ipswich, praying for him in the demands of uh, making difficult decisions sometimes, unpopular decisions sometimes, praying for him in the demands of a soundbite media age when the issues are much deeper and much more complex. We pray that you give to Chris everything that he needs. We pray that you'd strengthen him from the inside out. Pray that you give him the wisdom and the insight that he needs in the conversations, in the decisions that he makes. And we ask God's blessing on him and his family in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks, Chris, ever so much.